What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap as the Phillies drop game three of the series. And now the potential of winning the series is over. They do have the opportunity to split the series, but this was just an absolutely terrible game. And they don't make it easy to watch this team day in and day out the way they play. Um, you don't know what to expect. You don't know who's going to blow it. You don't know if they're going to show up. And it just makes it so frustrating. I put the tweet out earlier. Um, if you are a Philly sports fan who actively is watching the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, U.S. Open Cup, I give you a lot of credit because I couldn't do it personally. knowing my team is not in it. But then again, I think about it. I'm sitting here night in and night out watching the Philadelphia to play baseball looking like a mess. I think that's the best term to use. An absolute mess. Nah, I, and this this today was just, uh, just, just despicable. And I and I probably should have seen this happen, but um, the way they just dropped Game Three, I'm you know I'm tired of well, this is the Phillies just making guys look and feel hot. This was a Braves team that were an enigma essentially. You know they were about a 500 baseball team. They had the same exact record as we did, and for whatever reason, now they look like the Atlanta Braves that were on a World Series tear through this three-game series. And yeah, we took game one. And yeah, Roman Quinn really set the tone in that game one. But ever since that game, <laughs> it's been a different story. It really has. Um, the bullpen, it, it remains to be a problem for this team. Joe managing this bullpen is the even bigger issue with this baseball team. I, I, I can't can't believe that a manager who has won a World Series, who has played the catcher position at a high level in this league, is managing this bullpen the way it has been managed. It's, it's an absolute embarrassing. The bats are uninspiring. We have some big bats, big money, not making big plays whatsoever. We got little leaguers making plays out in, in the field. Little leaguers. I literally see little leaguers making better plays out in the field than what I saw here tonight. And obviously, we'll get to the big play a hand in the in the bottom of the fifth. I'm I'm here to say, and and I'm putting it out there. I out of all the five sports that I played, I six. I think we can count. I was a swimmer. Yeah, I was actually a swimmer, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, I'm actually a pretty good swimmer too. But regardless, out of all the sports that I played growing up, baseball was my weakest. I sucked at it, and it was pro it was partially to do that I could not hit the ball. When I got up to the plate, I could not hit the ball. But I'm here to say, Phillies. I'm willing to try out. I'm willing to work my ass off. I will get my body into center field shape, and I'm willing to play center field because there is nothing worse. And I repeat again, there is nothing worse out there than what we currently see right now in center field for the Phillies. I'm telling you, there is absolutely nothing out there. And, of course, we're, we're going to ask the question again, and you guys are more than welcome to throw your, your answer in the comment section. Obviously, we have YouTube and TikTok available here tonight. Is Joe's Girardi's days numbered as the Phillies manager. We genuinely have to ask this question. I hate talking about hypotheticals like this, but after a back-to-back -back games where you lost and where you had a big part to do with it, Joe, we have to ask that. So, of course, I want to hear from you guys. Do you think Joe Girardi's numbers or days are numbered here in Philadelphia? Welcome, everyone, to the Phillies Game Recap. Of course, like I mentioned, you can throw your comments, questions, and concerns in the comments section. But if you want to be a part of the show, you're more than to call in, as we like to say. But the link right now in the comments section, we, you guys can come on backstage open. 
hang out backstage for a little bit. We'll get you guys in the show in just a little bit later once we get to these points. But you guys are more than welcome to interact, You whether you're on TikTok, whether on YouTube. The platform is yours as well. And, of course, I want to give you a big shout-out and a big thank you to our sponsor for tonight's Game Recap. Shouts out to our friends over at La Terrain Watches. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. We are talking high-quality watches at a bargain price. And when you guys head over to the checkout page, make sure you guys are using promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So a big shout-out and a big thank you to our friends over at La Terrain. All right, guys, let's get to it. So let's start off with the, with the top of the second here. Um, Odubel Herrera gets up to bat with two outs, and I, I kid you not, he hits a home run, smacks this ball to right field, and then you're like, oh, okay, all right. Well, hey, Odubel, this is why you put Odubel in there, right? You know, Why would you go with Roman Quinn two nights in a row, right? You put in Odubel. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm giving that a heavy high roll. Uh, but, yeah, he put it, he got us on, on top uh, early in this game, but top of this, uh, top of the second. One to nothing. And then in the bottom of the second, this is where things would get really, really dicey. Um, with one out, you had William Contreras, who obviously the day before had the walk-off to win the game for the Braves in the ninth inning yesterday. He hits hit a home run in this one to tie it up one to one. Um, and he just absolutely tore that bad boy up to left center field. Kudos on him, I guess. But uh, after that, you had an Adam Duvall walk followed by an Orlando Arcia with double to put men on second and third base. And then you had a ground out by Travis Dermitri with two outs would bring him Ozzy Albies. Of course, Ozzy Albies was going to convert on this one. He would hit a single that would bring in Duvall and Arcia, and that would get the Braves up three to one. You get a you got a, a mound visit for for Ranger Suarez, but then that was nothing to stop Dansby Swanson, who we're going to talk about in just a second. He hits a single that would bring that would bring in Ozzy Albies, and the uh, the Braves would get out of the second inning with a four to one lead over the Philadelphia Phillies. Here we go. We pick it up at the top of the fourth inning, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, ironically enough, uh, with with uh, with with Gene Segura on third on uh on second base, Odubel Herrera would hit a single. Oh, I'm sorry, JT Romuto would get hit by a pitch after that, and then of course Odubel Herrera would get hit a single to left field that would bring in Gene and the and JT Romuto would advance to third base and that would put the Phillies up four to two at that moment and the Philly I'm sorry would cut the lead four to two. The Phillies uh, were now down by two runs. Um, and then, of course, we move over to the fifth inning, and this is where all the fun happens, depending on who will part of the, which which side you were on. But Nick Castellanos would ground out, but that would bring in Alec Bohm. And this is one. This is an inning where they got on top of Charlie Morton. Alec Bohm had a single, followed by Bryce Harper double. Bryce Harper with a great game. Nick Castellanos was able to bring Alec Bohm out of, with his ground out, and then of course Gene Segura followed by that would hit a single to right field that would bring in Bryce Harper and the Phillies tie it up four to four in the top of the fifth inning. Here we go. Ball game again. Let's get out of it, Ranger. Let's bounce back here and let's get the job done. Unfortunately, though, however, uh, Dansby Swanson would single to right field in the top bottom. I'm sorry, at the bottom of the fifth, followed by a Marcelo Zuna strikeout. And then Joe Girardi decides to start bright and early in this game. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he pulls Ranger Suarez after throwing, um, 
well, after throwing 88 pitches, right? And he brings in Jose Alvarado. Weren't we just last night? <laughs> Weren't we just talking of why was you did not bring Jose Alvarado in the ninth inning? We'll get to it in a second, but you get Jose Alvarado, right? Replaces Ranger Suarez. Um, and then you get a oh man, I, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to explain this one. We get a wild pitch uh, as JT Romuto tries to throw out um uh who was it? I'm trying to I'm blanking here. Uh, tries to throw out Dansby. Uh, was it no? Was it Dansby? Uh, tries to throw out second at second base, and of course, uh, it, this ball. I'm sorry. This was a wild pitch by Jose Alvarado, and Dansby Swanson would be able to score off a of fielding error um, by by Odubel Herrera, which is obviously the play we'll get to in just a second. Uh, followed by an Austin Riley home run. So now, in the bottom of the fifth inning, you are now down six to four. Uh, Matt also would add on a single to that as well. And you get out of that inning down six to four out of just some terrible play out in the, out in the field. And Jose Alvarado just looked lost. He didn't, it just seemed like after, after that bad play by, by the field, by Gene, by JT, by Gene, by, by Odorera, it's like he was just, done. he was, he needed to get out of that inning. It just truly felt like that. Um, just the bleeding would not stop there as in the sixth inning, uh, the Braves attack on another run off of a Austin Riley. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm in the, I'm still in the fifth inning after in the bottom of the sixth inning, after a Dansby Swanson home run, the, the Dansby Swanson tear would continue. And then in the seventh inning to add the cherry on top of the Braves victory here, Orlando Arcea would hit a double to center field that would bring in William Contreras and that would really do it here for the Braves as they would run away. We'd even need a ninth inning here tonight. Um, the Braves got the job done um, in the in the top of the ninth inning as you had a fly out by Alec, a double by Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, the only one really making any type of conscious effort, carrying the team on his back. Nick Castellanos ground out, Gene Segura ground out, and that would do it for the day for the Phillies as the Phillies would fall 8-4 to four in this game, and it, it is just atrocious. And I want to start off with this. Um, I do want to talk about the because I think this is the pressing issue with tonight's game. I want to say this. Like, when we came into the season, I thought we were all on the same page. I really felt like we all understood that this bullpen, although improved, it is, it is still below average compared to the rest of the league. Now, what we were banking on was that the offense – and the starting pitching would carry this bullpen enough that you wouldn't have to worry about it as much as you had to worry about it for the past two seasons. And unfortunately, right now, um, starting pitching, it's I'll say it's been okay. Obviously, you've had your good. You've also have, had your bad. But also, the bullpen has not been able to complete the good outings by the bull, by the starting pitching. And obviously, the offense, like we talked about, has been an enigma. Um, but I do want to talk about the fifth inning as the TikTok live is going wild. But, hey, you're here, guys. What's going on? Um, I do want to talk about the bottom of the fifth inning. and The decisions by Joe Girardi, it, it really started there, like the question marks. Now, you pull Ranger Suarez after 88 pitches. It is what It was what it was. It wasn't the best outing either, which we'll get to in a second. But he just got done striking out Marcelo Suna. So all he needed was two outs. 
I would have kept Ranger Suarez in there for at least at least one more batter, if not the rest of the inning. I get I get it. He threw way too many pitches. He probably didn't want to finish him out. He was probably going to get over a hundred under pitches, and the way that pit the start was going, it probably wouldn't have been pretty. But he did get a strikeout, and then you take him out. That's where I don't agree. And then the Jose Alvarado situation, like it does stem back to last night where you didn't put Jose out there and your reasoning was because there was a lot of righties in the lineup at that moment and he didn't want to put Jose out there for that reason because God forbid he tied the game, but you still lost the game. So that logic absolutely made no sense by Joe Girardi. But then like when you look at the situation that Jose came into, you had Matt, I'm sorry, you had Austin Riley already. Matt Austin was a left. Okay. But still, you had a righty and lefty. And then, by the way, after that, William Contreras and Adam Duvall back to back are right handed pitch, right handed batters. So I, Joe Girardi is contradicting himself. It just made no sense to go with him, go go out there with him. And like I mentioned, Jose Alvarado did not look okay. Like I get it, he's really inconsistent. He lacks command of the strike zone. He does have the stuff, but he just doesn't have command. And, and I think a lot of a lot of the issues with Jose Alvarado are mental, my, if I'm being honest with you guys. I feel like he loses focus at times, and that's when you see what you saw here today. And obviously, you didn't get much help from the uh, from the fielding as well. But he, it just wasn't his outing. But uh, Bilotti and Brogdon came in after him, and you know, although they got some strikeouts, they also allowed uh, runs. Uh, both, I believe, allowed a run each. Uh, you had... Uh, a solo shot home run allowed by Bilotti and and Brogdon, you know, just he could not keep men off. His, and obviously he had to go up against Gansby Swenson and he was red hot. He red hot here tonight. And and that's kind of where you were at. I mean, at least James Norwood had a bounce back performance here tonight. I mean, he went, uh, he, he did pitch an inning, allowed two hits and he did have three strikeouts. So that's definitely positive to see. But again, like we expected the bullpen to be good enough to at least, Get you through some games. You are gonna. You, we figured we would have some of. I wouldn't say this game, more like last night's game, but also too, we would hope that Girardi was going to make better decisions with the bullpen, which it seems like he hasn't yet. And we were also expecting this offense and the starting pitching to carry it as well, which hasn't happened consistently either. Um, defensively, the issues are, are again creeping, and we talked about this last year throughout, where at times this Phillies defense. Just were making little league mistakes and it happened here again. <clears throat> so obviously the play we're talking about at the bottom of the fifth. Off that wild pitch that scored in Dancy Swanson. JT Romuto went to go throw out um I if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was um Osuna. Or no no, it that inning, it must have all it had to have been Olsen in that instance. But regardless. JT Romuto typically makes that play at second base. He's not going to make that every single time. But then Gene Segura misses it, which, I mean, again, that, that typically JT and Gene nail it down. It just didn't happen at that moment. But then you have Bryson Stott right there. He allows that to go under him. But then Odubel Herrera allows a ground ball to go past his glove. Now, we expect that from Odubel Herrera because Odubel is known for making boneheaded moves in the outfield all the damn time. But that is ridiculous. Like, that to me is Bush League stuff. That to me is stuff that you will see in your local little league that you'll see down the street. 
not in the majors, not in a team who spent the money that they have, not for a team that has the expectations that they have. And you're going up against a division rival in Atlanta. And this is what we're talking about. Allowing teams to look better than what they are because you did not show up. Lack of better tools, you just did not show up. And that was just absolutely atrocious. Like, how do you let that ball roll through, Odubel? And this is what we're arguing every single night. Do we put out Odubel or do we put out Roman Quinn? That's literally what we have to decide between. And it doesn't help that Bryce Harper is a permanent DH right now because of his UC tear. You can't control that. It is what it is. But this is what we have to argue with. Odubel or, 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 uh, or Quinn. Now, little update on Mickey Moniak. He's with Redding right now, and he just hit a home run here today. And we'll see how much closer he is to getting to the majors. But I still... I still feel that this organization, come trade deadline time, need to look at another outfielder for some depth. Because that that type of play that Odubel allowed here today, can't let that happen. And the worst part is, is that like he started the score. He had the solo shot home run in the second, the top of the second. For it to end with that play, come on, man. This is why people hate you. It, I think that people can forgive the domestic stuff. Like, we all can agree what Adubel did with his, to his wife is completely and utterly unacceptable. I don't care if you're a baseball player. I don't care if you're a regular Joe Schmo slinging pizzas at the local pizza shop. It's just unacceptable. But I think that what frustrates the fans more is the play on the field. You're just so inconsistent with it. And, of course, people were killing JT Romito for the play he had. Now, I've been really critical of JT Romito, and, and, and I've been on record for that. And there's a reason why I have been. When you make the money you do, you got to perform better, especially with that bat. I, I understand he's struggling right now with that bat. I think the issue is that 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 left or that left leg, that 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 pivot leg that he likes to, to hunch back. And that's been the issue with him. He hasn't it's been messing with his timing at the plate. And right now he's a 238 hitter, and we all know that's not good enough for JT Romito. But that's the, the other. That's that's a different story. That play in the bottom of the fifth, eight times out of ten, JT Romuto is connecting with Gene Segura on that one. Literally, I, I, this is what I'm talking about. Like people forget that literally last night, 24 hours ago, JT Romuto made that play with the umpire's mask interfering with him, and yet he still got the out at second. I think Ozzy Albies tried to steal on him. Ozzy Albies tried JT Romito not once but twice last night, and he could not convert a, steal, a stolen base to second. That's because J, stealing on JT Romito at second base, it is so hard to do. I can't kill JT Romito for one little mistake, but yet it went through Gene's glove, which, again, can't kill Gene on that. He typically makes that play as well, but also went through Bryson Stott. And then the worst part about it, it goes through the uh, under Odubel's glove, in which he should got picked that up and ground and got it out. Now I still think that Danzy Swanson would have scored, um, but just cutting the lead, the bleeding off, and that's really what it is all about. But yes, JT Romuto's bat needs to improve. The other issue, of course, is Ranger Suarez. This is now back-to-back performances where you know he can't he can't go deep into a game. 
Um, he's throwing over 80 pitches in an outing. The only At least today, he gets past the third inning. He goes four and a third here today. And like I just said, I felt like he should have gone at least, at the minimum, four and two thirds. He should have got definitely allowed him. Joe should have allowed him to get at least one more out, and I truly believe that. But the issue with him, I don't think that the, the league is starting to figure him out. I don't think that he was, uh, was a hoax season, in lack of better terms. I think that right now he's he needs to find the command of the strike zone. And I think that's the issue. Balls are just not consistently in the in the, in the same spots that where he's usually throwing them at. And I think that's the problem with Ranger Suarez. I think he's going to be okay. I don't. I've already. I already heard the takes that he needs to go back to the bullpen. I don't think so either. I think he's going to be okay, but he's got to keep going out there. And yeah, he definitely has to improve. And I will. I one hundred and ten percent agree with y'all. He definitely needs to improve upon that. But man, oh man, this is this, this baseball team. He did. He did allow six hits. He obviously allowed five earned runs, and he did have four strikeouts. So it definitely needs to be approved by He allowed one home run. But I I will say I did like the way he bounced back. Um, after that top bottom of the fourth inning, I like the way he bounced back in the third and, and, and the fourth inning. Um, he did a good job of getting out of those innings. And that's why that's why I like Ranger Suarez. I like his talent. I think he's got the talent to play in this league. Obviously, the walks have to go down as well. Um, but you know, he did have a one, two, three inning in the bottom of the fourth. And then obviously in the fifth inning, he, he, uh, he, he allows Danzy Swanson to single and then he strikes out Marcelo Suna. So I, I think that Ranger Suarez will be okay. I think his mentality is the reason why I'm confident with it. I think just with that alone, he's going to be okay. I, I feel for Bryce Harper though. Like to me, Bryce Harper is the one player I really feel for the dude's battling UC tear. So obviously he can't play in the right field. So the only way that he can contribute for this baseball team is with his bat. And he literally is doing that. Essentially carrying this team with that bat. He goes four for five today after going three for five yesterday. Now, he he did not have any RBIs. Yesterday, he had four of them. Um, but, I mean, still, four out of five, four for five, that, that, that's really freaking good, ladies and gentlemen. And now, when you look at his batting average, he's a 318. It's freaking amazing what he's been able to do. And I will, I will come at... Uh, Bryce, like I love Sanasi, and I love the fact that he is trying to find a way to help this team out. But top of the first inning, I know you're trying to set the tone, but you did not need to take second base. Um, ball got hit in the right field. I, I don't know why you're trying to test Travis Dimitri and the Braves defense early in this game, but you should have just stayed at first because you would have just had you know Alec Bohm. And second, or uh, yeah, Alec Bowman second, and Bryce Harper on third with Nick Castellanos up. And by the way, Nick Castellanos walked. So at that moment, you could have had bases loaded with Gene Segura. And we know Gene is typically he brings batters in. So I think that Bryce Harper right now feels like he has to control carry the team. And like we have, and like we compare him to Joel Embiid all the time. We know that Joel likes to play that Superman ball. And we know how that hurts the Sixers instead of help, help the Sixers. And Bryce, if you try to play hero ball, that will hurt the Phils more than it helps the Phils. This is a team sport. All right. And I get it. Your teammates are not contributing, not helping out, not backing you up on the field. But we also have to play smart baseball as well. We're harder. I always love that as well. 
But yeah, I mean, your big bats, Reese Hoskins goes 0 for 4. Nick Castellanos, 0 for 4. Kyle Schwarber, 0 for 4. And <laughs> what a surprise. Two strikeouts by Schwarbs here today as well. <laughs> JT Real Muto, 1 for 2. He did get, uh, he, he got walked here once. And then there you go. You got a nice outing from from Bohm and from Segura. It seems like Harper, Bohm, and Segura are the only ones really looking to step up in this batting lineup. Surprisingly, Odubel had a, it was two for four here today as well, and that was both of those both of those uh, uh, both of those hits were in the first two at bats. Last but not least, Joe Girardi. Obviously, we taught we st- we started this by asking, "Is it time to start talking about parting ways with Joe Girardi?" And I know a lot of you guys are ready for that moment. We are 44 games into the season. We are over a quarter way of that mark uh, at the for the season. And this team is in third place in the NL East. Four games below 500. And it is every indication points that this team is not playing to what their expectation is. Now, obviously, I'm not a big fan of expectations because... They are just pretty much hypotheticals, and hypotheticals are fantasy. But when you spent the money that you did in this lineup, you put out that message that you're ready to compete right now. That's what you should. That's what you told the whole entire league. When you look at this team, can you sit here and tell me that this team can compete with the best? Not even the league. Don't even look at the American League. Just the National League. Can they compete with the best of the National League? If you were going to put this team up in a seven-game series against the likes of a Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, the St. Louis Cardinals, yeah, I'm rolling my eyes, the New York Mets, do you think that they can get out of that series? 100% no. Like I, I would find it far-fetched that these guys can get more than a, a game in those series as well. And Joe Girardi is deserves a lot of the blame. When you mismanage a bullpen the way you do, and we know how already this bullpen is not that good to begin with, and you can't even manage that, we have problems. Like, you as a manager cannot be a reason why we're losing baseball games. That just cannot happen. And I'm sick and tired of this team allowing other teams to get hot. Like, you should not be allowing that to happen consistently. But the Phillies under Joe Girardi make everyone hot. I I cannot I really cannot wait until we play the Cincinnati Reds. I know they're an embarrassment of a baseball team because I, but I guarantee you we will lose a series to Cincinnati Reds. I guarantee and I really 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 hope that ha- doesn't happen. If we lose a series to the Cincinnati Reds, I will, I'm done making game recaps. I'm being dead serious. But it's the way he manages baseball games, and this is the reason why we're so frustrated. Your contradictions, not going with Alvarado last night because you didn't want him to go up against a bunch of righties with he's, when he's a lefty, but yet you put him out there essentially with three righties and a left. <laughs> Does that make sense? The shuffling of the, of the batting lineup and just the demeanor of this baseball team. They look lost. And even if you look at Joe Girardi pressers as well, crossing his hands, yeah, you know, I'm beyond. I'll be honest with you. And it just, I don't. It just doesn't look like a manager that bodes confidence, and and it doesn't bode as a manager that we can trust. I don't trust Joe Girardi. 
He looks like he looks like a skis. By all means. I think for me personally, I need to see a little bit more. And obviously, you guys know me. Uh, Monday is a big day for baseball in general. That's where it's judgment day. And after that moment, if this team continues to underperform the way they have, then yeah, Joe Girardi is going to have to go. I know there's been examples where teams part ways with managers midway through the seasons, and obviously they go on to World Series runs. But I don't like this. Isn't the NHL? I don't think that that always works. And I really, I, I'm really pulling for Joe. I really hope that he can make this work, which is not looking promising. With the mistake, the simple mistakes that he commits out on these game in these games, you gotta give your chance, though. You really do. All right, I'll start with TikTok here today, guys. What's going on TikTok again, guys? We are talking Phillies versus Bra uh, Braves game three recap. If you are a Phillies fan, Braves fan, baseball fan, throw your comments in the comment section. We are live right now on YouTube as well. So if you guys want to come on in the show, you're more than welcome to. We do have the link in the comment section. Uh, the link is in my link tree in my bio. What's going on? Um, the sweet life of Colton. Appreciate you coming on here. He's a longtime listener, first time commenter. What in the world's going on with the Phils? Well, Colton, thank you so much for coming on here, man. And I wish I had a better answer for you, but it's just a combination of just a mal-led mal team. And I think that's really the simple way to put it. You have right now a manager who is just imploding on you, mismanaging the, uh, the bullpen, mismanaging the lineup essentially as well, the way he shuffles his batting lineup. And they just don't go out there with confidence. And that's the problem as well. I think they're a little bit too nonchalant with it too. I would love to see these guys just play with an edge, play with some swagger. Do you see that with the Phillies? Because I do not. And I think that's very important. Look at what the Braves have done. The Braves have been able to gain some confidence, some chemistry throughout this series, and that's the problem as well, like we mentioned. But you see the swagger they play with. Look at Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson, before the series, was a 220 batter. He's now a 260 batter. That just cannot happen. He's 9 of 13 in this series. He was batting ninth game one and game two. He's batting second here today. Confidence. Swagger is a big thing, guys. It really is. Uh, Joel, Hans, and Bede. Phils are a factor of sadness. Yeah, you can say that again, man. Heartbreaks. Heartbreak season, man. Um, Aaron Tech, I appreciate you coming on in here, man. I've never seen anything like that, even in Little League. Amen, Colin. Amen, dude. I, I don't I don't even know. I have no words for the play out and then the outfield. That was just absolutely embarrassing, atrocious. I don't even know what to say about it. It's it's the outf it's the center field position. And I put out this tweet here uh, yesterday as well. It's one thing that I have yet to see Red October since I was so last time we were in the I was a junior in high school. Okay. I was 17 years old. The last time the Phillies, no, actually I was 16 because, yeah, I was 16 at that time. I was 16 years old the last time we made the playoffs. That's one That's one thing. But the fact is is that I, have, I haven't seen a good center fielder since that time either. Now, Ben Revere was solid in, in his time here. I think at one point he had the highest batting average in, in one season. I forget what it was, but it, it was an average center fielder, not a good center fielder, right? And I can't believe that we have gone this long without a center fielder. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy concept, guys. Um, Colin, I, 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 Colin, I will say that JT could have done a better throw, but he, like I mentioned before, eight out of ten times, JT makes that play. I, it's really hard for me to kill JT on that one instance. 
All right. I, I just can't. He he makes that eight out of ten times. Ozzy Alves tried him twice last night and it didn't work. I uh, was there by JT Gene. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but Odubel needs to be. Yes. Od- where were you? Where was Odubel? Where was he in center field for hit for that ball to be rolling like that? That just makes no sense to me, man. Basic baseball. Exactly, Colin. Exactly, man. Uh, let me see here. Zach, I appreciate the comment here, man. Um, Zach, if you want, we I we did do Eagles talk earlier today. Um, we do Eagles talk once a week. We might take a break despite uh, if we get some breaking news, but um, we talked about it earlier. Uh, I do think that Jalen Hurts uh, is going to have his year this year. You know, obviously he's going to give his opportunity to start, and obviously the Eagles are going to want to football. Uh, so I think that, you know, he's going to start a fear, but definitely check out Eagle Talk. Um, that's right now on my YouTube channel, but we're going to keep it uh, Phillies related as it is Phillies uh, game recap. What's up, Real? What's happening, man? What's going on, brother? Appreciate you, Colton. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. Good. Yeah, reality. Listen, um, don't don't get it twisted. I I am well aware what's going on around our country. Um, I just I'm trying here to escape with sports because it's always been the escape with myself. Uh, because to be quite honest with you, if I continue looking at what's been going on in Texas and obviously now in, in Atlanta, um, I will definitely be, I would definitely be going crazy, man. I would, I would 100% be going crazy. So um, this is a place that we're going to obviously try to look for some positivities. Obviously with Philly sports, not too many, but we're definitely going to try it. Obviously we send our thoughts and condolences to every family member who's been affected by any of the violences that we've been seeing within our country over the last 24 to 48 hours. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, that's going to do it for here today's game recap. Tomorrow, guys, um, game four, the almighty game four. Phillies are going to try to go for the split of the series at 720 again. Um, it's Nola Day. We got Nola on the mound. He's going to go up against Kyle Wright, who right now is 4-2 and two with a 249 ERA with 56 Ks. And Aaron Nola's having a solid season himself. Just don't look at the win-loss record. I mean, obviously, when you look at what this baseball team is, you can't really look at the win-loss record. But we're definitely going to uh, hope that Aaron Nola has a good game out in Atlanta. And he typically does pitch well in Atlanta. Um, but we'll, we'll see what comes about it. But, yeah, man, this is definitely going to be another rough one here for the Philadelphia Phillies. So, again, the Phillies fall 8-4, to four, drop them now 20-24 on the season third in the NL East. And we'll be back at it tomorrow for hopefully a split. We shall see. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out Philly's game recap. If you guys enjoy tonight's game re- recap, that do me the solid. Hit that like button. And if you aren't part of the family yet, make sure you guys are subscribed for more Philly sports talk. And of course, you can find us wherever you stream podcasts. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. Get up on sports like Zach was mentioning as well. You can check out Eagle talk that we did earlier today. Sixers talk yesterday. Obviously, all the Phillies game recaps and the Union game recaps as well are on there too. Of course, want to give a big shout out to our sponsor today. Thank you so much to our friends over at Lot Green Watches. Make sure you guys use promo code Parcero Philly at the checkout page for ten percent off of your purchase of a Lot Green Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, oh man, let's go, Phils. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>